Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pints and Pastimes, the show where we drink beer and talk sport. I'm once again joined by Toby Keane. Hello. And Max Fitzgerald. Hello. And joining us today is a man with almost no sporting knowledge, Jacob Sigory. Hey. Great, thank you. Uh, on, today's, <laughs> on today's episode, we'll be looking back, back at an exhilarating Italian Grand Prix, the UEFA Nations League, as well as looking ahead to the return of the NFL, where I'll be joined by former Portsmouth destroyer, Bradley Whiteman. But before all that, what is everyone drinking? Well, um, firstly, I'm surprised Bradley got such an amazing intro. I, yeah. I just oh, sit here every week and drink, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, you become an NFL player, you'll get it. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough. I'm drinking Tiger beer, Asian lager. Going for the uh, Asian theme again? Recommended by a buddy of mine. Uh, but um, yeah, no, Asian theme. We'll just go mm. for the Asian theme. It's quite nice. We'll just have Tiger last time. Beer, you Asai. Asai, yeah. Yeah. You don't have like a, is it a Sing? A Sing? Is it S-I-N-G-H? Oh yeah, that's a good one. You used to do a sponsor Everton. It's oh, Mine obviously isn't the most interesting out of everyone's here, other than yeah, we've got some Jacob's obviously most more interesting. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> Jacob, as our newcomer, do you want to want to run us through what you got? Um, I believe this is a Melbourne... We did the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did the exact <laughs> same joke. We've had this joke. Have we done this one? Right, yeah. 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 Yo, um, so. Foster's Pint Can. Foster's Pint Can, lovely nice. stuff. Uh, right, Toby, what you got? I'm on a Daybreak Coffee Porter. Um... So it's a bit, bit late for coffee. <laughs> I don't actually think it has any caffeine in it. That's the oh, mind-blowing thing. Yeah. Um, it's, I think, a stout. It's quite dark. Um, nicer than the stout I had last week, though. Yeah. Not on this before when I was with you guys. Um, but it's got malt and chocolate malt in it. It says chocolate online that malt. it's a sweet first taste and a bitter aftertaste. And I can verify that is somewhat true. <laughs> but it is quite, it is quite dark and bitter. You like it? Uh... Yeah, it's alright. I, w- I wouldn't choose this. I'd rather choose just a normal lager or a nice lager. Yeah, but, what, yeah. what about you then, HB? Right, so I've gone it. for something interesting this week. Uh, handed to me by my brother. It's a Samuel Smith's Organic Chocolate Stout. So keeping the sweet thing going. God, organic. Uh, that is so It sounds huge. horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's vegan, <laughs> is, if you're wondering. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we like to please people, but yeah, it doesn't sound very pleasant. Uh, Make sure the bottle opener. Yeah, there you it. go. Let's get a crack a I reckon that'd be nice. Here we go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think I've ever had... That's the closest to a chocolate stout mm. I've had, the one I'm having at the moment. Mm. That's just because it got chocolate mm. malt in it. Yeah. It smells really chocolatey. Like, if you want to... have a whiff? Verified. Very chocolatey. Mm. We need to do, like, a, a smellscape. Oh, yeah. my was God. It? Yeah, like, that, smell yeah. that is... It's not unpleasant, but it really tastes of, like, dark chocolate. Oh, it, it does I don't like dark chocolate, so... <laughs> really oh, yeah, but I can chocolate. imagine it as a beer. It's an alcohol percentage. 5%, and it's basically a hot chocolate. Yeah. But cold. Yeah, <laughs> a cold, a nice chocolate. cold, fizzy hot chocolate. That's that, a fizzy that chocolate right. milkshake. I'll, I'll try that oh, one. Oh, is it day. fizzy? Yeah, I've got another bottle. But um, well, it's it's a it's a beer, right? I thought, yeah, nice. I thought stout was one of the um, stout's got still bubbles, ones. No, stout, yeah. stout, you can Are have. You Guinness has like three billion bubbles in each one. Uh, yeah. Have you not been to the museum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bee there moment. <laughs> right. Okay, let's. I think we've had enough of that. The pint talk. Uh, let's move on to some pastimes and start with the Italian Grand Prix. So, moving on to the F1. Uh, so, yesterday was actually my birthday, so I didn't r- watch Happy it live. Birthday. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, no, so I didn't watch it live. Uh, the first race I missed this season, and I missed probably the best race. The worst so race to miss. You know what? It's uh, the exact same. The first race I fucking missed, and it was one of the most interesting races, not only of this Grand Prix, of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I haven't watched races this exciting in a no. while. so um, annoyed. It was unreal. Yeah. Everyone was all over and the And it wasn't even like the start was good, the end was good. It was consistently throughout the race, there was yeah. stuff happening. What yeah. I really enjoyed is at the beginning, the... Uh, 
the pundits and the commentators saying how, you know, this is probably going to be the shortest ever Grand Prix there's been. Yeah. Red flag, half an yeah. hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to talk about, really. So the first thing was uh, Valtteri Bottas was just dreadful. Um, oh, yeah. So really right from the off. Yeah. The second he, he took off, it was just like, just oh, overtaken. Went from what, second overtaken. to fifth or sixth? Yeah, yeah, I think second to sixth in the first lap. Um, and he was, what was he, complaining about the engine thing? Yeah, the change of engine settings. Yeah, so they the cars have uh, uh, a party mode, is what they call it. I think Mercedes kind of decided that was the Mm. name, and it kind of stuck across the board. But um, and it's what they use in qualifying. It basically means they have a bit more power because the engine can use from the battery without recharging the battery. I Mm. think that might be wrong, but it's along those lines. And the new thing the FIA brought in is they can only do that in the last lap. Uh, and I, don't, I think the main reason for them doing it is just so they can kind of referee the races easier. Yeah. And before then, it was quite hard to officiate any rulings on what settings they're on. But I think all the cars have like nine different settings, okay. eight settings. It's just that one is the one that is the most power, which is why they use it in qualifying, mm. because it's only one or two laps then. So, yeah, Bottas had a terrible start. And, well, he wasn't even the worst. I think, yet again, we talk about it pretty much every time we talk about F1 is Ferrari. Yeah. At their home There's track. There's just so much, so much went wrong. Like, yeah, so, I'll... Vettel was out, what, after, yeah. what, 10 Well, laps, yeah, he went straight through the two yeah. pods, siren boards. Then I know, he, that was, was quite funny. Went or because yeah, it, was, it, it wasn't so obvious. It was just like, oh, he's gone the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it came out of nowhere. Smashed through a board, smashed through another board. Yeah. And then he just got straight back on the track, and I was like, what, what is he? Yeah. That's not how this works. And then he goes on the radio and is like, uh, brakes not working. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. You've got a feel for him, because he's now, well, probably past his prime, but wow, yeah, in a good car, he'd he'd still be challenging, and he's stuck with probably the worst car Ferrari have put on the that track. Is, in, it is unreal. As long as is, I've yeah. ever watched F1, yeah. And then, not long after... Uh, kind of the main, well, this kind of changing point of the race was Leclerc's crash. Yeah, uh, huge. Hit. I mean, very lucky not to be seriously injured. I think. Like, yeah, yeah, quite yeah. Horrible. Yeah, the first thing me and my dad were watching it and waiting for the commentators to be like, "He's moving in the car." It's like, it was, yeah, it was scary. Yeah. yeah, I think it was quite lucky that this because he was going at such speed. He's lucky that he hit almost head on, right? Because most if he, the car yeah, to yeah, because yeah, exactly. So you know, it's a bit of a crumple zone going on. For if he hit that that wall sideways, I reckon there was no way he would have been living. Is the, I mean, the car came out obviously smashed up, but yeah. he went into that probably. I didn't see the speed. Probably over 150 miles an mm. hour. Yeah. Hits the, this wall of tires, and the car is still in one piece. Mm. Like it's right, other than yeah. the, uh, the yeah the well. wheel that was like. Smoking. Yeah. Did you see when they were trying to pick over the truck at one point? It yeah, it was all over the jolted. And, well, yeah. they were saying a lot of the time when that happens, they have to. Um, a couple of the stewards will sit on the uh, on the front of the car to weigh, weigh it, back it back the right way oh because obviously it's so back heavy. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah, he is. He is lucky to be alive. And it. it oh yeah, it sucks for him. Obviously, it also. It also. Was good for the race though, yeah. because yeah, the red flag was perfect. I mean, yeah. everything got super interesting. Again. So. Uh, We'll get to him later, but Pierre Gasly kind of got into the pit stop just in time. But yeah. then, not so lucky was Lewis Hamilton and yeah. uh, Giovinazzi, who both got a 10 second penalty. Yeah, what uh, did you guys think of that? I yeah, think. I think, I mean, it, it looked kind of, I mean, unfair on Hamilton. Like, See, it wasn't I, a very, it wasn't particularly clear, I didn't think. Yeah, my, but then the, my the thing is, yeah. and also my thing is, maybe he didn't see the two X's because when you go at yeah. that speed, 
when you're not looking a second left. before that's an orange SC and then it becomes a red cross, yeah. you're looking round the track you're turning, fair enough. But every other team had been told at the exact same time and managed to relay it to yeah, their Yeah, I think it was just unlucky for him where he happened close. to be at that moment. Yeah, um, yeah obviously close. It was a bit oh, too late. just an excuse. But driven Nazi, there's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think yeah. either of them had any excuse. They... Um, they, their team are more of the letdown than them, I yeah, think. definitely. But yeah, that did, I mean, cause, cost them the race at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you see there, obviously, the video of just the positions on the left, and it was like Hamilton first, it just went... Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah, did, unbelievable. We had the restart. So who was at the front? Was it Stroll was at the front? Stroll and Hamilton. Hamilton, yeah, but obviously the penalty basically took him out of the race, took him all the way to the bottom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the restart works perfectly. Yeah, well, I mean, not well, really. <laughs> up until yeah. his restart. I mean, yeah. So you see him talking after the race, and he's like, "It was mine to lose," and he did. Yeah, well, it um, was because he didn't have to pit. He had the freshest tires. Yeah. He yeah. used his pit stop, which I, I saw a Lando Norris interviewed after. He was saying, "I disagree completely with that rule," and I think I agree. If everyone's in the pit and people have already pitted, and they've only got a set amount of tires they're allowed to use for the weekend. Is it fair Lance Stroll gets a free pit stop there? Mm. Because if everyone stopped, why why can he be like, oh, I'll get well, fresh it must tires. be fair because he still didn't win. Well, no, no, but that's his fault. He should have oh, won. Yeah. Like, know, it but... was his to lose. And, you know, everyone else had to take time out of their earlier. Yeah, I think that's a rule that's probably looked into. I mean, I'm no F1 expert or yeah. FIA steward. Right. <laughs> at the end of the day, along with that, it was still the most interesting yeah. race. Mm. So, for once, we don't have Lewis Hamilton winning. Obviously, as we kind of mentioned, it was uh, Pierre Gasly. Yes. Uh, getting his first ever win in F1. Um, but yeah, even with that being said, for once, even though Lewis Hamilton didn't win, he's probably one of the biggest talking points because he still finished, what, seventh? Seventh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Which is very impressive, and really, also, considering he was yeah, last. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he did unreal, yeah. yeah, yeah like, and he showed ha- that he is just a good racer. Yeah, they, like, well, they were saying after, that Mercedes is not made for overtaking. Mm, like, yeah. that, that Mercedes... With the settings yeah, and stuff they said especially. Yeah, so. it's, it's very much a car to be out in front in clean air, not getting too hot from all the cars in front. Mm. And yeah, he, he proved, I think, everyone that ever was like, is he actually the best racer or is it just his car? He's proved he's definitely still yeah. one of the best. He closed down, it was 30 seconds between him and the next car in front of him, mm. let alone up in seventh place. Yeah, I mean, I he, he was obviously helped because there was a lot of traffic in front of that. But no, he, he proved he's... Well, yeah, you can't knock him really, can you? No, no. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't matter how good the Mercedes car yeah. is, you, you can't you can't knock him really. And and him only coming seventh isn't that bad because Verstappen didn't get any points. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Retired early. Yeah, uh, so yeah, he retired early from what? Just an engine problem? Yeah, or something? They, it was kind of seems to come out of nowhere a little they, bit. I was a bit. Yeah, they right. saw an issue and they were like, instead of making any damage or anything, let's just get you out yeah. of the race. And it's a shame because that was probably one of his. You know, he doesn't get a great deal of opportunities with yeah. the two Mercedes in front of him. Yeah, um, to capitalize on that, and but yeah. I mean, it's it's been a great week for everyone else. So it was actually apparently the first time since 2013 that one of the like big teams didn't win. So yeah. uh, like Mercedes, uh, Ferrari, and Red Bull, I think it's yeah. the first time someone else has won, and that's obviously Alfa Tori. And not any of them on the podium. Sure, um, it, mm. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I'm don't want to be fact checked, but I'm pretty sure this is the first time Alfa Tori won since 2008, and yeah. it was the first time a French person has won since 96. Yeah, yeah, which that. is crazy. Mm. Did you see the uh, the radio talk on their yeah, Instagram with Grosjean, and he was really happy for him because obviously they're both French. It's first, mm. like I said, first French one in 24 years. That is unbelievable, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Um, and another one of the major talking points, kind of going into this race, 
was obviously Claire Williams announcing she was going to step down yeah. uh, from her oh. role at Williams. So basically, Williams is not Williams now. It's, no. yeah. I mean, I think, are they changing the name next year, did I see? Or was that, was that sure. might be Renault? Renault yeah. Renault 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 but yeah, Williams. That's that's kind of the end of an era, which is quite. Uh... And Latifi was so close to getting her a point. Yeah, I, I really wish Latifi managed that because he came in eleventh. He wasn't that far behind. Uh, Sergio Perez. Perez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that was quite a big gap in the end. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. But um, oh, and, yeah, it was nice seeing at the end, like George Russell, you know, giving her a shout out, being like, "Thank you for everything you've done." Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they'll change the name eventually. Yeah, I can't imagine it staying for too yeah. long. There's just no need now. But it's a historic kind of ending. Mm, um, they're one of the biggest themes, aren't they? But yeah, I mean, probably the best race of the season. Probably, I mean, I don't think we're going to get a better one. No, no really, it's so annoying. Like, yeah, <laughs> but so I, I just wish that those last laps. Like I said to these guys before, I just wish Carlos Sainz and yeah. Pierre. If there was another lap, won. it would have you know it could have been different ending. Yeah, well, also, Carlos Sainz was saying he reckons if there was one more lap, <laughs> it would have been there. Also, yeah. don't forget, um, Racing Point got pole, which is good. Did they not? Uh, Racing Point. Yeah, yeah, they've got uh, third place. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Lance Stroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Carlos yeah. Sainz obviously came second, but yeah. And, oh, yeah. Norris fourth. Yeah, so that's a good result it for was, McLaren, really. I think it was... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Landon Norris coming fourth. I was really rooting for him at the mm. beginning. Him and Sainz both had such good starts. Oh, yeah. Hamilton had this penalty put on him, and then all of the uh, best, uh, the Leclerc thing happened. Before that, I was sure... I was like, oh, my God. McLaren are going to get one and two. I thought mm. that is so doable with Hamilton messing up, but wasn't to be. Well... Yeah. Well done to Pierre anyway. Uh, yeah. We'll draw a close to this section and move ahead to look to the NFL. For the next section of the show, I've done away with Toby and Max and joining me now is former Portsmouth destroyer Bradley Whiteman. Hello. So the NFL season gets back underway this Thursday with Super Bowl champions Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Houston Texans. Uh, I've got Bradley here as our NFL expert to give me his predictions for the season ahead. So let's not, you know, waste any time. Uh, Super Bowl. Who do we think is going to get to the final? Well, my picks, I've gone for the Ravens against the Seahawks. Wow, that is very different to what I've got. Um, so I've gone kind of basic picks because basic picks because I've got quite limited knowledge. Uh, I've gone for the Kansas City Chiefs again, uh, and I've got them taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Interesting. I, I can see that, but Cowboys always seem to underperform. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's playoffs. what I've, I've, I've kind of come to realise, but... They've just got such a deep, like their wide receivers and such, such a mm. deep squad that I was thinking, surely they've got quite a lot of attacking talent there. Yeah, they do have one of the best offences in the league. They did lose their starting centre though, which is not going to help their mm. O-line or the running game. So I can see that slowing down. Defensive-wise, they just picked up Earl Thomas at safety as well. They've got pretty good defence and overall team. But I fancy the Seahawks. I mm. fancy Russell Wilson. One I mean, of... he's getting on a bit, isn't he? He's something like 36 now, isn't no, he? No, he's about 30. Really? Yeah. feels like he's been around a long was, time. I think it was 2012 draft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's only eight years, so it's about 30-odd. Yeah, I've still surprised. got him. He was, he was one quietly one of the best players last year, and I think he's a bit underrated by most. Are they? Um, what sort of uh, improvements have they made to their team over the off-season then? Um, so, so I saw them linked to, well, what was it, Antonio Brown. Is that... Come to anything, or is nah, he still? I think he's out. Yeah. They they've just traded for Jamal Adams, probably mm. the best, oh yes, the best yeah. safety in the league, in my opinion. They've still got Bobby Wagner, the one of the best linebackers mm. in the league, and then offensively they've got DK Metcalf, who's entering his second year. He'll be very good on at receiver. Um, they drafted another linebacker in the first round. Can't remember his name, but I think I'm going with the Seahawks. So no love for Kansas City in your final either. 
Ravens. Ra- Reigning champions, you know, you're not nah, going to... well... I mean, they haven't lost anybody, really, uh, have they? They've, they've nah. got the two main players. They've, they've only improved... They've got Mahomes on his up. huge contract and yeah. stuff, but... They've only improved by picking up uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the draft, but... Mm. I fancy the Ravens. I've, it's going to be a Ravens-Chief AFC Championship game, mm. but the, the Ravens just have that explosiveness on offence. Their running game is just going to be picking up J.K. Dobbins as well as Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson... I just can see them going all the way. So, out of that Super Bowl you've predicted, who are you saying is going to win it then? I haven't thought about that. No. Well, I'll put um, you on the spot then. <laughs> I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks. That yeah, seems... I feel like Russell Wilson's been in that situation before. They'll handle it better. They've got a more experienced team than the Ravens. So, I think I might have to go Seahawks, you know? Fair play. Well, I'm just going to say I think the Chiefs are going to win it again. Ugh, it's boring. kind of a... Yeah, it's a boring pick, boring. but it's, you know... I don't have too much knowledge. I'm not going to pretend. And yeah. I'm just going to go for it because it's an easy pick. Uh, let's flip the table, look at the other end. Who do you think is going to end up with the number one pick? Who's going to finish bottom? I've got two teams. I haven't. De- I can't decide which one. I've got the Bengals, who were the number one pick. Mm-hmm. You're just gone. And I've got the Jaguars because they're just getting rid of everyone. Yeah. Um, so the Jaguars are kind of the team I follow uh, because of they've got the same owner as Fulham. Uh, and I think the best way I can root for them is by hoping they come last, because uh, they've got literally nothing going for them at the moment. Yeah. Uh, um, and it's, it's quite a big stakes, isn't it? Uh, was it Trevor Lawrence? Trevor is probably Lawrence. the number one pick predicted for next year. Yeah. Um, and currently the Jaguars have got, what, Gardner Minshew is their main guy, I think? Yeah. And he, he's kind of just a back... He shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the league, I don't think. Mm, well, I think he had, a big, he had an OK season last year, didn't he? But... Not... Yeah, well, that was his rookie season yeah, rookie, last yeah. year. So he had a decent season for a rookie, mm. but I just don't think he's a franchise quarterback, no. in my opinion. And um, going to get Trevor Lawrence, that would be the dream situation yeah. for Jaguars. I mean... And they've got another first rounders and two second rounders, so they're in a they're in a good rebuild. position. Yeah, yeah. Um, picked up a lot of rookies this year. Um, mm. So I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty unanimous. The Jaguars are probably going to be down yeah. there. They'd probably be unlucky yeah. not to finish bottom, really, in their current mm. situation. Well, even if they do finish second, the Bengals finish bottom. Bengals won't pick a quarterback. So they just got they one. just got Burrow, didn't they? Yeah. So, so, so I, you don't you're not predicting Burrow to have a big explosive season or anything? Nah, I too soon. Well, I can see him having a good season mm. for a rookie. I just can't see him having a MVP no. caliber season because. The offensive line is behind mm. is the worst in the league. He's going to get killed. Yeah, he's got good weapons, but he's not going to have that much time on the ball. No, and I worry for him. Right, so let's move on to talk about uh, yeah some more individual players. So in terms of uh, like rushing yards or rushing touchdowns, uh, who have you got as kind of the the leader in that position? That's sort of you know. I've gone for one of my favourite players in the league, Christian McCaffrey. I can see that coming. <laughs> yeah. he's streets above everyone. Well, he's just. He's so dynamic. Uh, you could throw to him. You could let him run the ball. He's just going to score all day long. He puts the Panthers on his back. He took him on the back last year. The only other person that challenges Saquon Barkley. Yeah. But I'm backing Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, annoyingly, I also had Christian McCaffrey. I think he's kind of their main offensive weapon, isn't he, for the uh, for Panthers. For the Panthers. Yeah. So I think he's kind of all they got. But I mean, yeah, as we mentioned, there's what Saquon Barkley. Uh, Derek Henry, I saw a lot about online. A lot of people he kind of got it really... last year. So he got it last year, did he? Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of people saying he's probably you know going to be up there with them. Yeah. But um, good, we're getting quite unanimous. That's all right then. Uh, kind of opening that up then a bit. Who do you think will be just generally the offensive player of the year? Obviously, that brings in quarterbacks and stuff. But 
Uh, I'm still going with Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Because I think he had something like 2,000 all-purpose yards last year, and I think he's going to match that again. But as usual, I think a quarterback will get it, which would be boring. I don't want it to be. Yeah. Uh, so to keep that boring theme going, I've obviously just said Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I could say, you know, an outside pick like McCaffrey or, or maybe like Julio Jones. I've heard a lot about people expecting him nah, to have a big season. Won't win it. They never, it, win never it. win it. It's always a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it makes back. sense. You know, they are in. It's probably more a more important role than in any other sport you get. Yeah. Uh, the importance of the quarterback. So yeah, I mean, Mahomes or uh, Lamar Jackson, I suppose, will probably be favourites yeah. for that. Uh, so moving into the defensive side of the game, uh, who do you think will be sacks leader? I've gone for Nick Bosa for the okay, 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I've gone for Chandler Jones. Uh, so, okay. So, from what I can see, he's had the most sacks in the league since he joined Arizona uh, yeah, in 2016. Cry. So that from was six. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's had 60 sacks in that, uh, what, three, three or four seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was first in 2017 and apparently very close last year. Yeah. Uh, like just behind the leader. He's so, yeah, he's consistently at the top of the game. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, another safe bet from me but um yeah i can see that but i like nick bosa he had one of the best rookie seasons and i feel like he's just gonna get so wait, better there's better. there's two bosas isn't there yeah so you got joey for the Chargers, okay he's the older one mm. and you got nick uh he was drafted last year second overall by the 49ers okay um so no no real conclusiveness there but nah. you know uh and then again opening that up overall defensive player of the year who have you got Aaron Donalds. Yeah, same. I've picked yeah. him. He's a very easy choice, I think. He's um, very, very He's probably good. been the top defensive player for, what, the last four or five years, mm. I believe. Well, Gilmore um, won it last year, but... But, yeah, but I mean, consistently, I yeah, think Aaron Donald's definitely. been there. Um, so, no real debate on that one. No. And then uh, MVP, to combine all of that, obviously, it normally goes to a quarterback. Yeah. Have you picked a quarterback? <laughs> I have picked a quarterback. I've gone for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. After he leads the Seahawks to their Super Bowl, I can see him winning the MVP. Yeah, I mean, I think that is it really, isn't it? Whoever wins, I mean, so does the MVP normally get decided before? Or is it's it the night You have a regular the, season. It's the then, night then, before yeah. the Super Bowl is the award um, tonight. But yeah, whoever gets to that final is probably going to be most yeah, in contention, aren't they? Um, yeah, definitely. But, so that's why I've, so I've put Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if they... You know, I, I expect them to get to the Super Bowl, as I said, but yep. and he is one of the best players now, uh, especially with that big contract. You know, I think he's not that he's got anything to pay for now. He's, he's got he's got all the <laughs> yeah. money now. He doesn't need to worry. Yeah, but, he does. Um, so we, we briefly mentioned Joe Burrow earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, rookie of the year. You obviously, I don't. Th- are you going Burrow? I'm assuming not. I'm not going Burrow. I'm going for Clyde edwards Teller, the running back for the Chiefs. Okay. Because he's stepping into the Chiefs, who mm-hmm. obviously won the Super Bowl. He's going to the best situation, and they actually need a running back. Yeah, I was say, what is the competition like there? Uh, so I know Dame... they've got a lot of offensive weapons, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, but... so running back, they had Damien Williams as their starter last year. He's he's good, but he's not a starting running back for mm. a Super Bowl caliber team. So I think Edwards Hilaire will go straight in there, and he'll probably get a 1,000 yards this season, in my opinion. Okay, um, I've gone opposite side. I've gone Chase Young. Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously I'm, again, going for kind of the easy picks here, but going into the draft, I think a lot of people kind of said that he was the most NFL ready. Yeah. Uh, obviously you've got Joe Burrow a lot more promise, but Chase Young, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he looks like he's going to go straight into that uh, team and, just, you know, not have a really, he's going to have a good season, I would imagine. Yeah. It seems unlikely he'd do anything else. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's, I think it was quite good. I mean, this was the first time I've really properly watched the draft. 
Um, so it seems that there's quite a good good bunch. Or is, is was it a weak draft or is it a strong draft? What do you reckon? Um, some positions were stronger than others, but I think it was overall a pretty decent mm. draft. I mean, it was quite hard to predict. I mean, people had like C.D. Lamb. He, he got picked, what, 17th in the end? Yeah. By the Cowboys. And people had him, a lot of people had him in top 10. Yeah. I, I think th- in my predictions um, I had him, top 10. That's the thing with the draft. I think sometimes team needs go over um, overall talent. That's what happens. Um, so one of the big talking points this year uh, over the offseason has obviously been Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you've got the return of Gronkowski. Uh, so how do you predict their season going? Because as you said earlier, they kind of got quite a tough, uh, was it, division conference? Yeah, so they're definitely... in well, in my opinion, in the hardest division in the NFL. They've got the Saints, who will probably make the playoffs. Mm. Then they've got the Panthers and the Falcons, who are both very strong, probably winning record teams. So uh, still, I still think they'll win the division because Brady's just got so many weapons and Brady's a winner. He's never missed the playoffs. So he's just going to lead that team to the playoffs. I've got them going 12-4 and regular season. And then they'll lose in the NFC Championship to the Seahawks. That's so you reckon they're, they're making the playoffs still? Yeah, def- they'll definitely make the playoffs. Really? Um, I like to believe they won't. <laughs> Just, you know, I've never been a Tom Brady fan. Uh, I mean, obviously you, uh, you're you a fan of the Patriots, yeah. but I, I've never liked the Patriots. I never liked Tom Brady. So I just want to see him fail, to be honest. He's, what, 40-something now. Uh, Gronkowski's coming back. He's ancient as well. I just uh, like fake too. Yeah, but he had a lot of injuries in the yeah, past and stuff. You know, there's a lot of reason to believe he won't. But then you've also got OJ Howard behind him, mm. and then you got receivers in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Don't 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 diss this, Bradley. He, they're going to do bad. Let's hope they do. <laughs> uh, but I think they'll be kind of you know one of the more interesting teams. Like not more interesting. Yeah, you know, they'll be good to watch. I think people are very excited to see yeah. how they do. Um, and I've asked you to come prepared with a wild prediction. Uh, this will just you know just see what you come up with. So what have you gone for? Uh, I've gone for a pretty long shot, but it could happen. I've gone for Josh Allen winning the MVP, leading the Buffalo Bills to the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, I've heard quite a lot about the Bills. They've they've yeah. they've improved so, quite a lot, haven't they? Yeah, they picked up Stefan Diggs for mm. a first round pick. Um, he's going to be very good. He's probably top ten receiver in the league. Mm. Um, and they've got quite a young team, so I think I think they they'll make the playoffs. They're obviously in the Patriots division, so I hope they don't. Yeah. But I reckon they'll make the playoffs, and, well, yeah, it's just a long shot. Josh Allen's going into, what, his third year. So it should be a big season for him, really. Yeah, it's it's a do-or-die season, to be honest, because the third season usually um, determines whether you're going to make it in the league or not. So I'm I'm hoping, well, I'm not hoping, but I reckon he'll do well. Well, we'll come back to this uh, at the end of the year, and you can see how you fared, but... um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I've gone for my basic, quite boring choices. So, you know, I like my odds. But um, thank you for joining me. Uh, Up next, we'll be talking about the England match. Right, up next, we're talking about... uh, Thanks for that, though, Bradley. That was some good insight. Oh, yes, sorry. Thank you, Bradley. Uh, Right, let's move ahead and talk about the UEFA Nations League. Uh, It's basically a glorified friendly but England's first game was obviously against Iceland. Um, basically just trying to get revenge for the Euros a few years back where they knocked us out. The heartbreak uh, bastards. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it wasn't... I don't think anybody was particularly excited for it. It just no. kind of felt like you got the Premier League coming back in a week. Mm. I don't care about 
international yeah. football right now. I don't, don't nobody wanted it. Really. And <laughs> so just, uh, no one really cares about the Nations League until we no. get to like semi final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then everyone's going to be like, this uh, is we the, play this Belgium is the later on, I think, which yeah. you know be a bit more interesting. How, how long is left of the Nations League? Like, how, it what, just repeats what? every. Yeah, it just keeps going. I yeah. know, but like, when never ends, Max. So, so there's never a winner. No, no. Uh, I think a winner last year there was what. Portugal, Portugal won last year. Chelsea, yeah. uh, Chelsea, England got to the uh, got by Netherlands. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a boring game. It was a boring game, and I think <laughs> I mean just looking at the lineups before it even started, it just didn't excite me. I kind of yeah, felt like full South, of confusion. Yeah. It, was, it was good. Southgate was giving you know different players a chance, like players like James so like, Ward-Prowse. Phil Foden, I was happy to see. Yeah, yeah. These but players are getting their. It chance, did feel but... like he was kind of hanging on to a few players from the World Cup who really shouldn't be in an England team still. So um, one of those is Carl Walker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like he's not a bad player, but you know when you got Trent, surely you play Trent. And then he yeah. made a stupid uh, decision and got sent. Yeah, he got, got sent off, off later on. And then uh, so left back, obviously Chilwell's injured at the moment, I think. Mm. But uh, we played Trippier. Uh, do we not? Is there not a spare left back at England? Is there well, not anyone else? Well, no, Luke Shaw well, like, maybe, but no. Even in in the when he announced his squad, there there weren't left backs in the squad. No, there was not a left back <laughs> well, in the squad well, because it would be Danny Rose, but we know what's going on with him. He's mm. fucking yeah. awful. So. Yeah, he's rubbish. Well, there isn't. Yeah, there just isn't really any. I think it will, there. it will probably be uh, Euro squads. You'll have Chilwell and Luke Shaw be the ones to go, unless uh, a left back, a young left back from a is Brandon a, Williams English or is he Welsh? Uh, Couldn't even tell you, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I have no idea. Hopefully I think he might be English. Uh, it is a little bit that. disappointing that our England squad going forward doesn't have the attacking potential from the left back that we. Uh, that we'd hope yeah. for. Well, well Chilwell like might. Chilwell, yeah. Chilwell's had good season at Leicester. They had a bad back in the yeah. season, but he got started to get pick up injuries. Right. No, I, I agree. The squad yeah. he put out, it wasn't awful. No, but there was I'd, just. I'd like to say Declan Rice had a very good game. Yeah, he proved himself again to be a very good player. Well, you have gone out and bought an England kit, Toby. Since yeah, then, exactly. So, yeah. Um, you must have enjoyed it. Somewhat. English and proud. <laughs> Oh my um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a few other names that I just feel are kind of lingering still from the World Cup. So uh, Jordan Pickford in goal. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anyone understood that. No, nope, like, you got two Nick Pope there on the bench. Yeah, and Dean Henderson. There's yeah. um, a better goalkeeper. Yeah, both had like the seasons of their lives, and they've not got this. Do you think? I, do you think there's a possibility that Southgate was not playing them? And somewhat of a favour of you know you might want to be fit for the start of the yeah, season. Yeah, and I'm not also, risk you, also you know. he knows. I mean, we nearly fucked it against Iceland, but he knows it's one of the easier games. Yeah. This way he can give players that don't normally get a chance to run out. He can see if there's anyone that stands out in a game that we wouldn't expect to. Like players like Wal Prowse, he's put him in and gone, if you do something really good, I'll keep you on, mm. but you've now had your chance. I mean, yeah, I'd say it's I'll basically it a glorified friendly. Yeah. It's nothing yeah. really to play for. Um, against Iceland, probably should have been a better result, kind of yeah, seeing definitely. how England have performed in the last few years. Yeah, um, and then yeah, people like Eric Dyer. Uh, I think one we was, I mean, I was more excited to see was Joe Gomez. Um, had a good game. So until the end. had a good game until what the 90th minute when he gave away the penalty. Stupid, but, stupid. Uh, is he? <laughs> do we think he's the natural pairing to Harry Maguire? I mean, yeah. I assume if we're talking next year at the Euros, it's going to be Harry Maguire yeah. and someone. Is Joe yeah, Gomez I, that player? I, I mean, I don't know. I think Joe Gomez is probably better than Maguire, but Maguire will have his space in there because mm. of who he yeah. is. Oh, but uh, yeah, 100. percent I think so. Joe Gomez is a very good centre back and. There also isn't 
much competition. There isn't. John Dyer. Stones, if he goes and plays elsewhere and gets a bit more John game Stones. time. I know that um, uh, Mourinho wants to play Dyer now as centre back. Yeah, only. But, but I he's don't too th- slow I for CDM. Yeah, I don't think he's good enough. Mm. Uh, let alone yeah. for England squad. I, don't think. Yeah. I mean, he's quite what versatile, so maybe he's useful, yeah. but he's mm. not. He's just uh, not unless but, he has a good season. But yeah. for me, him and Declan Rice are quite similar players. Yeah, and Declan Rice is yeah, better Declan Rice. and is yeah. better for the future. There's much as well. higher potential with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't the most exhilarating game. Uh, as we mentioned briefly earlier, Walker getting the red card uh, didn't change much of the game to no. be honest. But yeah. it, was it was a just terrible an tackle. erratic tackle that just didn't need to be done. It was, yeah, it was in the cool. fight. We were in their attacking, our attacking third. Yeah, and he just lunged out. It, I, no, yeah, he's passed the sell by date as well. I think. Yeah, it didn't make much sense. Did Especially it? as a as a right back, you have the best right back arguably in the world in Trent Alexander hmm. Arnold. You have. Aaron Wambasako, who's one of the best defensive kind of right backs in the world. Both... Trippy are being forced into left back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, a better right back playing out of position. Yeah. You've got right backs that aren't even getting called up. Yeah, yeah. so it's just very confusing that some of the team selection. Hmm. Um, yeah, as we say, the game itself, I, I only actually watched the first half. Uh, can't tell asleep. you, I really paid any <laughs> yeah. attention to it. It was just, there was nothing going on. Um, the only goal of the game obviously came in the 89th minute. Uh, when Sterling won a pe- well, no, not Sterling won a penalty. Um, the handball from the Iceland defender and then converted to by the Sterling. Converted by Sterling. So no Harry Kane to take the penalty. Uh, so I was saying I thought it looked like a pretty poor penalty. Um, kind of kicked it towards the keeper and just happened to go in. But Toby, you disagree? Uh, yeah, I was watching. I thought the same initially. I was watching an interview after, and it was with I think it was Ashley Cole, and it was quite insightful. Makes it sound a lot more than it was, but. Players in the 90th minute, obviously, it's high pressure. But also the goalkeepers. If you if you're saving a penalty in the 90th minute and you don't dive, yeah, you're you look like the idiot because you you look like you haven't gone for it. Yeah. So uh, an attacker in a penalty situation sees that and goes, I, I slot it slowly down the middle, so he's already out of the way by the time it's fair enough. That does that makes so sense. To whether, whether that but was the I plan, I still look like a ship ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wasn't convinced when it left his boot. (laughs) I'm a bit off topic, but I read something about uh, the England squad. You know, it's the most valuable squad Mm. on the planet. It's worth over a billion. That's just because they're English players, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's the valuation of each player is is the highest. Well, I guess just by having, like, Sancho and Sterling. Sancho, Sterling. Kane as well. He's, like, 100 mil. Mason Greenwood. They're all worth silly Not the team... Uh, Southgate played. No, no, no. James <laughs> Wall Prowse, eighty mil. Yeah, <laughs> probably is to be honest. Let's yeah, face it. just by being English. Um, so, kind of the breaking news coming out today was uh, Phil Foden and Mason Greenwood have been sent home yeah. uh, for inviting girls to the hotel. <laughs> I don't Poorly know. So what, what impressed me? Is, like, <laughs> obviously, it's they, they can't do that because of coronavirus and stuff. But how did they even get into the position of flirting with the girls in the first place? Yeah, um, well, yeah they, they must they, have been out some, somewhere yeah, in Iceland they, they, on the they, pool. They, they obviously snuck out. Have a yeah, wife a girlfriend, and a girlfriend and oh, a child. Yes, a girlfriend and a child. So, okay, well that we makes don't, yeah, we don't know who's the better people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not married, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I think I'm quite disappointed with that, just because they're like two of England's brightest stars. I was looking yeah. forward to seeing but, them play. To but be they are, they, you know, they're they're 18. They're going to make mistakes. Hopefully, they learn um, from it. Yeah. How did they get found out though? Uh, I'm not actually I don't sure. Think you I can think do anything there was... in secret if you're a multi-millionaire footballer. Yeah, they, exactly. they, they tried They're to bring bad. them back to the COVID club hotel. Club yeah. hotel. So, uh, yeah. so they they got I sent did... home uh, this morning straight away because you can't have them mixed with the rest of the squad in case of Corona. Right. Yeah. Well, which, which they full well should know. Yeah. So. yeah. No, they were stupid. Think, surely that stuff's been going on like 
that can't be the first so, time they've done something. What is Greenwood yeah. going to go yeah. straight back into the United? Well, States. Yeah, surely they're going to miss the first week of the league because yeah, if they have they to should. isolate for two weeks, they should. But government guidelines says so. The same yeah. with like mm. Mares is just Mares and the Porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they're missing the first game. Um, yeah, which is against City Wolves. Like, City have it's a against Wolves. Uh, Wolves are going to take don't that. have a game in game week one though. Do they know they? they've got a week off. Yeah, so it's actually not oh, too bad. I think they're still um, missing it. Don't they? But they probably should be. Yeah. yeah, no, I think City and Wolves play each other as their each of their first games, but yeah. it happens in the second. Oh, week. It will be interesting to see how the league kind of. Deals with because they've got so obviously so many players in the Premier League. It's going to happen. It's going to it's going to happen. Yeah, um, it's going to be like the new injuries, isn't it? It's like, oh, I've yeah, got yeah. a player out for don't mind red card or broken leg. It's yeah, like, oh, it's got Corona. Yeah, Corona. Oh, he brought yeah. girls back to the hotel again. Yeah. <laughs> player, wrong kind of player. Should be a football player. Um, yeah, I was stupid from both of them and like yeah, naive. Yeah, Southgate won't be happy. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have looked good them doing that out on the booze. And bringing girls back in normal times, but when there's you know government laws and they've got the responsibility to stick to the bubble they're in, yeah. and they should be so grateful for mm. being eighteen-year-olds that are playing for the England national team. Yeah, was that, was that Foden's debut or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foden's first start. So, but um, anyway, moving on. I, so this episode's probably going to come out on Tuesday, and Tuesday night is obviously England Denmark. Oh. Uh, so Denmark, one of the best sides in Europe, as we all know. <laughs> uh, I can't live this down. According to our pundit, Max. I, do you know what? I hope they smash us now, five <laughs> nil, and I come back onto this podcast with my 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 jeans pulled up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, how's that feel? Have that, yeah, have um, that. I'd like to see a much better lineup. I'd I'm like hoping, to see a good lineup. Yeah, because I mean, Denmark are a better team Did than you Iceland. See their on result? Paper. They were playing Belgium, right? It was Denmark Belgium? Anyone see the result? No, I can maybe find it. Quick, but well, there's a jokes on you if they absolutely destroyed him. That's oh, it. No, that's I, I'd, I'd like say. to see Popel, Henderson in goal. I'd like to see uh, the defence <laughs> two nil to Belgium. It was. <laughs> yeah. so. I'd like to see a better defence, but I don't know if we can put a better defence out. It doesn't yeah. feel like because we are, he didn't squad. give us. I think we that. need we need some players uh, to have good seasons this year. That that will yeah. change our defence because at the moment our centre backs look like a pretty weak. Yeah, I think yeah. Maguire needs because I think at the moment it will be Maguire, Joe Gomez, yeah. and Maguire needs competition. I think well, Joe Gomez is that Maguire's capable. I think he's. Oh, I still think God. he's a good defender. He's I think United are going to probably have a better season so than they did last year. Positioning. I, I I hope for England's sake he does because if if we have him and Joe Gomez both on good form. Yeah, and I think Joe, got, this could be a big year for Joe Gomez. I feel like last season you still can really say who the Liverpool centre back parents were. Yeah, because yeah, you had yeah. like. Joel Matip and well, Lovren yeah. sort of yeah. uh, come in and out. I think this year Joe Gomez surely it's going to be he's solidified his place his place yeah. in the team yeah uh, you know which hopefully for next year will work out yeah no, um, it'll be good to see unfortunately as we say not the most interesting game can't talk about it too much um, yeah, fucking boring well, <laughs> Premier League's coming <laughs> so back so aggressive right? okay Max okay, you've got to be nice to the audience I've just got uh, to be you know just being real Premier League's coming back at least a lot more to talk about yeah, uh, we've been doing this podcast without even Premier League games. Yeah, on. we've been you know, really making about about nothing. Yeah, <laughs> um, we've really wasted your time. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week as always, talking about the Premier League return. Uh, Toby won't be with I us next be. week, unfortunately. He's decided to leave us for a university or something. We sacked him. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. sacked. I've almost guaranteed my name second. Wow. <laughs> now that would be exciting. Jacob will be there. He, he, he's <laughs> been here the whole time. Yeah. I will uh, uh, aim okay. to be back if uh, I get a reading week or at Christmas. Christmas special. Or if we're suffering oh, I'm, and I'm we need special. somebody to talk. We've got to do a Christmas special. <laughs> yeah, or, or if we get them over Zoom or... Yeah, yeah, let's not talk about that. We'll see. Hopefully, we don't care. We'll just get someone else on. Uh, But as always, thank you for listening. We're on Spotify and iTunes. 
as you probably know because you're listening to it right now. Uh, Spotify or iTunes, probably. And you can find us on Twitter at pints underscore pastimes. But as always, goodbye from me. See you later. Bye. Goodbye.